Welcome to the Murphy, Sam, and Jody Weekend Replay Podcast. 12 of our favorite moments from this past week. Social Media Connect. From our Instagram and Facebook pages and email, for that matter, from murphysamandjody.com. Wow. Thank you for all the love about my blackberry cobbler recipe. Mm. <laughs> I posted a picture and the recipe of it. We posted it um, last week. And it's still hot. <laughs> um, so the reason I wanted to shout out and read some of these comments is because it literally is the easiest dessert I make. Do you have to use blackberries? I like, I think blackberries are best. But that's one of the questions. Thank you for asking, oh, Sam. Okay. Um, once I didn't have enough blackberries and I really wanted to make it. So we did blackberries and a combo of, I also added um, raspberries. Oh. I didn't like it as much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I mean, look, it's it, add the fruit to your taste. I mean, I guess, I guess so. Mm-hmm. I've never made any other cobbler. Well, long time ago when I was a child, my mom would make peach cobbler and I would help. Mm. Murphy can't handle peach cobbler. I don't like peach cobbler. He doesn't like cobbler. hot peaches. I, I can't. I <laughs> so, okay. Anyway, um, blackberry cobbler. The recipe is so simple. You literally dump the blackberries, clean blackberries, fresh ones, in the in a big casserole dish. And you make this thing. This combo of flour and um, egg and sugar and I can't remember anything else. And you mix that up and you put it all all over the blackberries and then you drizzle melted butter and you mm, bake it. Yum. That is all you do. In fact, Phoebe, our youngest, asked me to teach her how to make it this mm-hmm. last Christmas, this Christmas. And she was like, that's it? I said, that's it. So it's her favorite thing to make now, too. So from our Facebook page, Marie. Do all those little hard seeds cook away? I love fresh blackberries, but I wonder, do people swallow all the little seeds? They don't cook away. Yeah. They, they're still there, but I think they're softer, wouldn't uh, you say? They affect anybody uh, I mean, with diverticulitis? Right. Murph. Well, I mean, only Murph. That, that, that only put me in the emergency room one. <laughs> but Cindy said, um, I guess this works with blueberries. I don't know. I've never tried. Would you like to try I, it with blueberries? I, I would love to try it with blueberries. Ooh, so you won't end up in the emergency room? <laughs> it's, hey, that's a real thing, remember? It, it really was. Now, and, of course, that was my fault. I ate three handfuls and then sat in the car for eight hours driving. So. <laughs> It, was, it just happened. I don't think it was your fault. Anyway, keep it coming. We like to hear from you on social. Here's one that's not a shocker. When you see a mom at a grocery store by herself, she spends less money. Duh. Uh, yeah. You mean without bringing the kids along and saying, uh-huh. Mom, look, uh-huh. a new Chips Ahoy. You, don't, new Oreo. you yeah. don't know what a circus that's going to be until you're in that life and you have kids and you try to bring them to the grocery store. You bring them so that they get a little outing, and then you get there, and you can't think. <laughs> it's especially a fight it's a, the whole time. Well, it's, you can't think. For, from, I'm sure it's different for all parents. For me, it's that Taylor and Phoebe were so talkative that I could not think. I'm standing there staring at cereal boxes or green beans or whatever's on the aisle, and I can't think for the 16 you know, million questions coming at me. Yeah. And if I would turn my head to grab something, Phoebe was famous for sneaking something into the basket mm. and so by the time i got to check out there was stuff in there that i was like why are we what how did this get in the basket <laughs> mm-hmm. she probably would still do that to this day if i grocery shopped yeah, with mine her. was can we have this oh can we get this oh look at that can dad that's new can we get it's like yeah and mm-hmm. it's okay i'm not saying that kids don't belong they i mean they can 
it's fine. It's well, good for them to go to the grocery store sometimes. There's a good reason Jody doesn't bring me along. Same thing. Because you're like the kids. Yeah, it's, it's not just kids that do that. Yeah, It's a, true, but you're different. You also, different? you also are standing there one minute. You know what I'm about to say, Murphy. Yeah. You're standing there one minute with me talking about which one should we get. And then I turn and you're gone. And you're on the other side of the store looking at light bulbs. And it's like, wait, where is he? So I feel like <laughs> it's an incomplete. You want to go so we can do it together. And it's like, it's we're not together. It's incomplete. But yeah. you do put stuff in the cart that like. I'm, I'm an impulse buyer, you know. <laughs> I will terrible. I will say this. Um, when you see a mom alone. It's funny. When I see a mom with little kids at the grocery store, I go, ah, oh, I've been where you've been. I see you. And it's okay. Your kids aren't bothering me. Is what I normally say, like, let them be kids. Is what I want to say. But when you see a mom alone at the grocery store, you're like, oh, I know it's still work, but good uh, for you. Uh, you know what? <laughs> I was standing in line yesterday at the, the same thing at the store. The lady behind me was saying, "Yeah, this is the first time today that I've been kid free." <laughs> and she was in peace. She was just peaceful. You know? She's still doing the family work. It's not oh, like yeah, a day at right. the spa, but at least it she can think. No rush to get home. Social media connect. From our Instagram and Facebook pages, we love it when you message us. So, Nora from our Facebook page says, the other morning when Sam was announcing the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame nominees Mm -hmm. and I heard George Michael's name, my response was, about time. And I literally screamed, Nora, me too. Well, what surprised me is that it's a first time for him. And it's like, what? Is, Is Wham already in? (laughs) <laughs> uh, does that matter? I don't know, it's possible. Here's what I want to say. Is that the new, is Chicago's already in question? You ever been really happy about something and then in the very next moment sad too? Why? Because he can't be here to enjoy oh, it. Oh. That happens in life. Sometimes you get oh, so excited, but then it's like, oh, that's life. Yeah. That's the ups and downs of life. Because as soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, I love him so much. Wouldn't it have been wonderful for him to have you know, live to see that or yeah. been inducted before, before he was passed away. So yeah. will Andrew Ridgely accept for him or if, you, he, if he wins? No, he's in on his own accord, right? Well, I think that would be a nice tribute. That was his singing partner. They, yeah. I mean, they hit the, the scene together, you know what okay. I mean? <laughs> Guys, what? This, this whole, okay. <laughs> Andrew, I mean, who, else, who else should, yeah, who you're else making my get? brain hurt. Andrew can be there. But this is a, an award for George Michael. It's not for Wham. Well, yeah, uh, yeah it's, no, it's George not. Michael. Yeah. But somebody has to get up there and say, if George would thank you for this. You know, you know who loves George Michael? Who should induct him is Adele. Oh, she loves oh. him, and she's not wrong. I don't think that you let him accept because that waters down the fact that he is being inducted because of all that he did alone. Uh huh. So you mean a coattail rider shouldn't have any part of this? Yeah, I didn't I say that. <laughs> Elton John's a great fan of his and a friend. Right. He could do it. Exactly. You know what? Actually, that's probably a very good idea. But I don't think Andrew Ridgely should be snubbed for that. I mean, again, because it was a, you know, George Michael's career was launched with the two of them together. Yeah. Yeah. On, and on it was album. a couple of years. And then George Michael went on to do fantastic <laughs> things for 20 years. See, I'm thinking this is more about what's right in Jody Land <laughs> and not, not general asked, reality. Who did you guys ask? Yeah. You asked me. Go ahead. Anyway. And what has Andrew Ridgely done since? Yeah, ride the coattails. <laughs> no. I don't know. He's fine. Anyway, thank you, Nora, and jump in with us anytime. 
I was thinking about kids' birthday parties because, well, a couple of reasons. We had that beautiful, you know, call from Megan the other day on Grateful Friday, actually, um, about her daughter and the that they had a Harry Potter birthday party yeah. this this weekend for their daughter who turned one because, because mom, you know, mom's in charge of the parties yeah. until the kids are old enough to pick their own themes or whatever. And how much fun was that? I hope, Megan, if you're listening, <laughs> I hope it was fabulous. I know it probably was, especially for the adults who are fans of Harry Potter. You go to a kid's birthday party and it's Harry Potter. How much fun is that? And we were in a bookstore recently, remember, Jody? And they had they had wands for sale. Right. And they were homemade. Yeah. Did Somebody they work? Was, <laughs> Not <I don't> on. <laughs> Did you try <laughs> one? Anyway. No, you couldn't play with them. You either bought it or you didn't touch it. Sort of a thing. Um, anyhow, I was thinking about that's something that with our girls being older, Murphy, that I do miss the whole planning of the kid birthday party. I used to have fun doing that. Yeah. It's just, you know, you I, good lo- at it. I loved doing the bags. Every kid would leave with a really cool goodie bag. I think part of it, I too, with that. the kids that age is because they're every party like that they were so excited to be at. Yeah. So you knew... You were being rewarded by all the happiness and excitement, mm-hmm. even with a little bag of whatever. Junk. Yeah. <laughs> no matter what you're bowling, whatever, it was going to be a party. Right. Another yeah. another reason that I have been thinking about it is because this coming Saturday is... Our youngest daughter, Phoebe's birthday. But it's a big birthday. Yeah, she'll be 18. 18th birthday, Saturday, mm. and it's no goodie bags. No, no <laughs> pin the tail on the donkey. <laughs> well, actually, we're doing... She's spending the day with Taylor. Yeah. And then, and they're doing some fun stuff. And then she's having dinner, which we've arranged. I, you know, arranged it and reservations with, with her and her best group, for her friends. Yeah. Best friends. So it's like table for five or six of them. We're going to pay for that. Are y'all going again? No, oh, okay. we're not. We didn't go last time. Murphy <laughs> Honey, we'll be to- right over here if you need us. And every time you no. pass, is everything okay? No. We're not doing that No, we're not all. doing that. We can go out to eat the same d- yeah. night if you want. Yeah. Day, night. But anyway. anyway, and then the girls will come back to our house and spend the night. Maybe I could do some sort of goodie bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know, anyway, what, it's my, just fun. My flashback for, for Phoebe and for Taylor really is the Chuck E. Cheese birthday parties. Yeah. Because Phoebe, when when she was young, would do the little duck thing and knock every single one over. I'm like, you're better at this than me. Join us anytime. We do like to hear from you. Anything you want to join the conversation on. 877-310-4MSJ. You can also do that online. Facebook, Instagram, email. What's going on, Suzette? I was listening to the one-year-old who has a birthday tomorrow. Yeah. Um, 20 years ago, tomorrow... I had a son, Gabriel Michael, that was stillborn. And mm-hmm. um, we found out at 15 and a half weeks, he had anencephaly. Mm-hmm. The cause, they think, is from lack of folic acid absorption. Oh, my goodness. Uh, the brain doesn't develop with anencephaly. Yeah. We, we carried it 37 weeks, and they did start a folic acid awareness program at Camp Lejeune Naval Hospital that, to this day, they still tell his story as a way to promote folic acid for women as they're leaving from having a baby. Oh, yeah. That's part of the <laughs> thing they have to go through. It's called Project Gabriel. Oh, um, so it's your Gabriel. And so when I heard, well, when I heard about that one-year-old baby that was born at 29 weeks, yeah. it just, I love to hear stories like that. Because it's on his 20th Angel Day, and it's going to be her first birthday. Yep. Oh. And so I just wanted to call, you know, and 
say how much that meant to me. Good. It's, yeah. it, you got to find it, positive in that negative, true. no matter how horrific. There's That's no way to know to. How, how many families your Gabriel has helped and will continue to help. Yeah, because yeah, folic acid, mm-hmm. it's like a penny a day, if that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. when I went to conceive my youngest son, which mm-hmm. is the only child we had after him, yeah. I had to take 10 times the daily amount of folic acid a normal pregnant woman would have to take, which is 400 milligrams. Whoa. I had to take... Mm-hmm. 10 times that wow. and it's water soluble so i mean it's it's it comes right out of your system within 24 hours so it's doable so yeah yeah well yeah. thank you so. for sharing this and thank you for sharing gabriel with us in the world thank you thank you and happy birthday to that little one-year-old right. little girl call us anytime okay all right thank you Thanks. so much i love your show thank you suzette we like hearing from you any um, subject, anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. I'm so happy for you two today. It's Why? like Valentine's Day for your bromance. Murphy and Sam, ultimate nerd um, happiness today. So Murphy's Why? had this app on his phone for a while, and he finally has let you and I in, Sam. Well, it's I got not me this. letting you in. I, mean, <laughs> I have no control over this app. You know? I thought this was you going, hey, I want you guys, I want you guys to have this as well. well Murphy can open, his, open the doors around here with his phone. <laughs> you're acting like it's magic yeah. or hocus you're, pocus. No, you're acting like it's magic. I think it's just cool. Sam was floating on air when I got here today because he opened the doors with his phone. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, I know. I've put the app on my phone too. Hotels well, have been doing this for a while. Yeah, exactly. It's not. It's not new. This is a company PSM that's taking place. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know. Preemptive security measure. You didn't know that? It's true. King but of the geeks. Not like here. double factor authentication, right? Oh, sort gosh. of. Yeah. You know, it, it's a. I, I do think that that's sort of the new the new world, right? Is I guess, but it, because the app also, and I didn't get to tell you this part of it. You it know, it does more. Well, actually, you can set it up. It does GPS, and you can if you oh! approach, if you approach the door, it'll oh, open it for you. It will. Yeah, but you don't, I don't know that you See? want to do that all the time. We have a pretty high traffic building here, so the door would be unlocked most of the time if you were standing too close. See, that to would it. be a security breach, according it to Murphy, because you might yeah. let somebody unsavory in. Yeah. I gotta try this. Yeah, and th- that one actually also allows the company to track you wherever you are at any given time. Oh, oh welcome to the party, pals. So, I'm just kidding. I thought they I'm were just kidding. Wait, which part are you kidding about? The uh, the, kid, the company's not going to track Okay, but I can still use GPS to open the door. If you want. If you really, really want to. I don't. You know, I mean, you know, Mr. the Mr. Safety part of me is like, yeah. now, if I'm standing next to the door having a conversation with somebody, I don't want to be, you know, breaching the security of everybody else. All right. This is not you know what the I'm FBI. doing this weekend. You're coming up here to <laughs> open up all the doors. See if I get too close. So happy for both of you. You know, many, I have the app too, Sam. Yeah. I can magically make all that happen now. I just don't care. Whatever. I'm not as excited as you guys are. If I need to get in, I'll use it. Oh, the day you're locked out, you'll care. I brought Murphy with me to see my papa this weekend at the hospital. I thought uh-huh. you meant with you to work today. <laughs> I did that too. Right. Well, actually, you don't come with me. You come right after. That's true. That's right. Uh, friends Separate that ask me that, like, you ride to work together, I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> we tried a, a little separation there, a little professional separation. Anyway. It's healthy. Yes, it is. Okay, so Murphy went with me. <laughs> I brought him with me to see my papa in the hospital. Yeah. He's still there recovering from a small stroke that he had, like, a, over a week ago. 
He's been doing physical therapy every day. When do they plan to let him go? Well, he's being transferred today or tomorrow to a different sort of rehab facility so he can do some occupational therapy before going home. Gotcha. Um, Because, honestly, he physically has to be strong enough to be able to go back to his house. I'm sure he's itching, though, to get out of there. Oh, did you notice his feet, Murphy, the whole time we were visiting? Mm -hmm. He was in the bed. Tell Sam he said he was feet. exercising his ankles. <laughs> he's just constantly moving his feet. He's ex- he, he's doing that because they've told him you need to strengthen your legs. Yeah. But I know him. He's he's his mind is going at a million miles an hour of all the things he wants to do and yeah. conversations he's had and stuff like that. And he's just his feet are moving while his brain's working. Got to get him a stationary yeah. bike. They ought to, except that we don't want him to fall off uh. of that. Um. Anyway, he did. With Murphy there also get hung up on the three dollars to get out of the parking garage. <laughs> yeah. I think he's doing the math in his head of all the people who've come to see him yeah. and stay with him and whatnot, and he's, you know, adding up in his head how much it costs. Uh-huh. It really bothers him to have to pay to park. <laughs> it really does. He's suggesting that people, you know, make a instead of actually paying the fee. Just make the donation straight to him and help him pay his hospital. Yeah, he's like, if my church members, if they can't come see me, they can just send me the $3 and help me get yeah, out of here. There you go. My other favorite thing is this. <clears throat> he said one of the therapists the other day came to see him after his physical therapy mm-hmm. and to talk to him about it and answer questions. And before she left, she was like, well, is there anything else I can do for you today? Mm-hmm. Which is a wonderful way to ask, you know, it's a to wide open a question for him. Well, is there anything else I can do for you? And he said, you uh, you got any cash? <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like to visit Papa. Called my girl Maddie, my daughter, 17 years old, the other night to talk. Mm-hmm. And uh, she had me on speakerphone because she was in the kitchen. Mom was cooking. Her mom was cooking. And, uh, Is that okay with you to be on speaker? I with Well, because she's your ex. N- nothing the- to do with her, but overall, I don't like being on speakerphone. It's just a person I don't. If I'm talking to you, I want to talk to you. Now, if I have to talk to the group, then put me on speakerphone. I mean, I'm asking because I kind of agree, and I definitely want to know when I'm on speaker. Or, yeah, like you do. Hey, you're on speaker. Well, it's like, okay, Okay, good. when Sam has called me in the past and the kids are in the car. Well, we've had to, little, yeah. It's, it's like, wait. It's kind of standard. Sam, Say we're on the speaker. Say hi Mr. Sam. Sam, yeah. you're on speaker. Yes, that doesn't need explanation. <laughs> uh, anyway, so I called, and, and by the way, before we start this story, there's this is all in good, fun humor. This is nothing. Okay. It's not for but, real. Uh, it's tongue-in-cheek. Yes. Uh, Maddie's mom was cooking and she said what she was cooking and we started talking about food somehow all of us and maddie's mom said well, what's your favorite dish oh and she says well at your house her mom's house it's um shepherd's pie mm-hmm. it's like oh good i'm thinking man i make a good shepherd's pie i wonder why mine whatever <laughs> and what about dad's house well at dad's house let's see for breakfast it's oh. and mom goes what You've got categories? <laughs> so she did she name breakfast, lunch, and dinner favorites? Yes. Oh. Well, wait, it got worse. Breakfast, it's the, the uh, breakfast tacos that he makes. Mm-hmm. I use chorizo and potatoes on it. And for lunch, it's probably the uh, leftover red beans and rice. I was like, yeah, that's a good one, too. Mm-hmm. And for dinner, and then it was just like quiet. I was like, and what, what, what's she doing? And, and Maddie's mom goes, what, what, is you, it? what are you thinking about? <laughs> and she goes, well, there's so many. It's Aww. hard to pick just one. That's a, okay. <laughs> and I wound up texting Maddie after. I was like, don't say that kind of stuff. And Maddie well, was like, well, she thought it was funny. And I was like, okay. 
so then, probably then okay. Maddie starts rattling off. Well, see, there's meatballs, macaroni, and peas, and then there's this, and then there's that. So was she doing that to be funny, or was she being I'm serious? hoping she was. It's got, it's, that sounds like your daughter's sense of humor. It sounds like what that Wait, would be. In which case, that's cool. It may yeah. sound like a joke, but I... Not on the other end. First of all, it's probably true. You are a really good cook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your ex knows that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and it's okay for you to be like sort of ahead in that lane because I'm sure her mom is ahead in other lanes. Oh, yeah. That's just how parenting goes. Mm -hmm. It really is. I'm not saying there's a favorite parent, but I'm I'm saying in certain lanes, certain parents are ahead and certain are not. And she did mention that with the the meatball, she likes peas and Maddie's mom goes, peas? You don't eat peas? And she goes, well, I like them the way dad fixes them. Oh, ouch. Hello? Is anybody there? Hello? (laughs) It's February now, so guess what? We're going to drop little helpful hints for those who are not good at Valentine's Day between now and Valentine's Day, if you're not good at the day. Do you know I can't believe it? I actually am done with Valentine's Day this year. Excellent. You mean you're you're having a fit here, or are you just saying (laughs) you've already got the gift? I'm done with this. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm I'm putting my foot down. Allow me to clarify. You know I'm not the most Valentine's Day-y girl. Oh, I know that. I know that. Not for a long time. You didn't know me when I was that girl. That was when I was young. Oh, you were that girl at one point? I mean, yeah. I've told you this story before. I I had an ex who, I was younger, and I was upset with him on Valentine's Day because he didn't, you know, deliver the goods or whatever, what I expected, and he... We talked about it, and he explained to me, "That's the, it's how I treat you all the time, and he was right. Yeah. Uh, so when you and were I'm dating not, that guy who played the piano. That's different. He was. Oh, that one, him? No, he had game. He's the one that brought the dozen roses, right? And was that Valentine's Day? No. That's one reason it was. Oh, okay. I showed up to visit him. He knew I was breaking up with him. Wow. And he was playing piano. <laughs> In the dark, because he played piano, he played all kinds of instruments. He was an inst- he was a musician. Okay. So he was working it to get you to change your mind. He was trying, but he had a he was Jody, 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 Jody. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he had he was playing piano when I showed up. He didn't know I was going to be showing up right then. Uh huh. And I got there and I sat down with him, and they were there's a bouquet of flowers and they were for me and there were 10 red roses one white and one yellow and the note was like the 10 are for you and the white is for something it was very well thought out it made me not want to break up with him (laughs) but i did (laughs) well did did you leave the, the roses those were my roses wait you broke up with him and took the roses he gave them to me i wasn't gonna leave them there as a pitiful reminder he bought them for me. Should I'm I have sorry. Them? We are done. And by the way, can I have the roses? <laughs> right. Okay, I promise in a little while we'll get to <laughs> the advice for those who are not good at Valentine's Day. Valentine's this- Day the way Jody does it? Yeah. <laughs> Thank God not anymore. Murphy, I do want to ask you something about Valentine's Day coming up. Okay. Since we're in February now because I, I yeah, I need to ask you something. Are we uh, setting rules again this year? No. Um, but I want, we promised to get to this, um, advice if you are not good at Valentine's day, maybe you screwed it up in the past Mm. with your lover and you want to, you know, really come through this year. Yeah. The best advice is it's not what the world says is you can't necessarily buy it. You can buy some stuff, 
But don't it, do it just because it's a holiday and it's expected. Yeah, don't feel forced to do something. And, you know, we've always said this. I've always said this. I believe it. The, it's the word. Romance is not one size fits all. It is the private joke what is romantic between two people is not the same for every couple. Yeah, it just right. is not. It needs to be something between the two of you. And if you have trouble figuring that out, <laughs> I can't help you. For You're lucky you made it to Valentine's Day. It's true. It's the private joke. Yeah. It's what's between the two of you. And the longer you've been together, you should have a lot. Yeah. And sometimes that's keeping it really simple, which is there's totally. nothing wrong with that. Right. Totally. Yeah. The private joke. One of my favorites ever, long time ago. When we had just started, you know, being a couple and we were working together and I was very much about like, don't don't couple me up at work. Don't be sweet to me at work. Don't call me, you know, and we were both aware of that. You walked in on Valentine's Day and you just dropped a conversation heart in front of my desk. Yeah. On my desk and just walked walked away. And I Which was, one? That's awesome. I don't remember what it said, like text no. me or something. No. But, you know. You know, those newer ones. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like I didn't want a big yeah to yeah. Do. I know. You want to keep it simple, yeah. I and I wanted to keep it separate at work. And that's anyway. the plan this year, Murphy. Oh yeah, yeah. We're going to keep it separate and simple. I don't um, think I can actually bring one of those up here. <laughs> conversation heart. Yeah. Okay, so that's the advice. Yeah. You know, uh, romance is private and personal. Okay, but I want to ask Murphy. Okay. So you know that I made reservations for you and I for Valentine's night. Remember yes. I told you that? Yeah. You're like, oh cool. Yeah, I'm excited about that. Oh, are you? <laughs> Uh-oh. Well, I was going to say, you know. Yeah, so apparently there's a change of plans. <laughs> yeah. no, no, I'm asking. It's a weeknight. And you know how I love being home on a weeknight. Yeah. You know. Would you like to have lunch instead <laughs> together and then and then be home for sure. Valentine's night? That's sure. That's fine with me. We've done that before, actually. Right. Do you, are, you, are you okay with that? Oh, yeah. I just thought you were canceling altogether. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm relieved. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> How to create an after-work routine that is relaxing. Hopefully, you know, your work is not so stressful that you have trouble relaxing. I hate that when you've been in a certain, you know, yeah. state that it takes you a while to relax. Or you go home and you have to finish something you didn't finish at the office. Ugh, yeah. Working remotely. You know, it does take me a little while to unwind. Not to say, Murphy. The best days for me are exercise days. That's on the list. Oh, is it? Yeah, move around, get moving. Well, first of yeah, all, that actually, immediately to me just gets it out. Number one on the list is something I have always done, even when I was a kid in school, and I would get home from school, is change clothes. Oh, get oh, yeah. out of the work clothes. Mm-hmm. I just feel the need to change. Yeah. Based on yeah, setting. Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's I my start dad, undressing when I get home, as soon as I get in the door. My dad used to come home from work and then he'd start doing everything, just wearing what he was wearing. You know, what? cooking dinner and doing no. stuff. And it's like, no. New. Yeah, you're right. First thing I get home, it's time to get in comfy Comfortable. clothes. Yeah. Or even if it's just I'm going to work out, but I just want to change clothes because mm-hmm. it does, it can, look, it has more to do with your mental than you think. It's not all about looks and comfort. It's also mental. Mm-hmm. When you change clothes, mm-hmm. you change. Uh-huh. Okay, so that's the first thing. Get out of your work clothes. Um, and then the second thing is have an after work routine that you look forward to. You know, whatever whatever you look forward to. Exercise. Uh, maybe it's quiet time. Binging. Binging something, a show you're waiting, you can't wait for the next episode. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like having, but ha- not just having it to look forward to, but doing it. You know, um, get some movement in. 
Especially if you sat all day. Yeah. Well, that's that's one thing is in this you know studio we went up sitting a lot. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So it's a I know it's an important thing. Even when my head says, you know what, I'm too tired to do this today. That's the moment I realize that's why I need to do it. So I just push through. Mm-hmm. Thing about working out and exercise that I've always found is that um, if you think about it too far ahead of time, you will talk yourself out of it. Oh, or you yeah. say it's gonna, not going to be good enough, but it's always good. Mm-hmm. It's always good. Even if it's an okay, you always feel better after because those endorphins are super real. The other thing, the final thing is change it up. Always have something to look forward to, mm-hmm. but... If it's the same thing for six months, you're not going to be feeling yeah. it. You're going to feel the same. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it's a show. Sometimes it's exercise. Sometimes it's having a go meet a friend for a glass of wine. Retail or, therapy. Oh, my fave. Sam, I have to tell you this story, and you've known Murphy for so long. You've known him longer than I have. Ha, 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 ha. That's true. She is yeah. right. I know. We were like 13 or 12, huh? No, you just act like you're 13 and 12. Oh. You guys met after college. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, hence the bromance. Um, you know how Murphy is, how do I put this? Highly Uh-oh. suspect of things. Suspicious. He's suspicious Trust of nothing. things. Everything's a scam. I'm cautious. Yes. A lot, of, if it sounds even like a, a little like a scam, it's a scam. So I don't know if Phoebe, our youngest, Murphy, has oh. adopted this or she's just a smart, you know, cookie. Because we know she's oh, kind of really? smart. I love this story she told us the other night. You were there for the story. Well, you were scanning pictures, so maybe you didn't hear it. I don't know. But, okay, so she had brought her friends home from, yeah. like, a rehearsal. And it was night, and they're driving home. So she was driving through their neighborhood. And she's like, Mom, we're driving along, and we saw the weirdest thing on the side of the road. It was a pig. A potbelly pig just sitting on the side of the road, sniffing the ground in a neighborhood. And I'm like, on a leash? Yeah, that's what I said. Where's the owner? Where's the fence? Where's the leash? And they're like, I did hear her say pig, and I said potbellied, right? I mean, because it wouldn't be just like a farm raised pig out there in the middle of nowhere. It was someone's pet, you're assuming. That's what I, yeah. I would. would. We had a real pig. You had a potbelly pig for a pet? No, a real pig. Oh, you did? A farm, whatever he called it, a farm Farm pig. Farm pig. Yeah. As a pet? Yeah, as a piglet. His name was Smacks. Okay. Uh, yeah. And my brother used to walk him on a leash up and down the street. Get lots of looks. I bet. I bet. Yeah. And then pig. when he got big and huge, you know, he... Uh-oh. Yeah. I right. don't, we'll get to that later then. We don't want to talk about where he went. I want to get back to the, the highly suspect, Phoebes. Yeah. And I think she gets it naturally from her daddy, but I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful. So her friends were like, oh my God, let's stop. Let's, let's stop well, yeah. and get out and look at look it. A picture. And, and Phoebe was driving, and she was like, you know what? No, it's night. What if this is some sort of ploy? Oh. And I'm like, yes, you, my girl. The old Which pig scam. probably wasn't. I am proud of her for that. I know. I love that she <laughs> thinks that way. I'm grateful for that she thinks that way. Her friends, I don't know how they felt about it, but. Look, girls late at night like that, that's a good call. I know.